Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Hey everyone to the Render Podcast. I am Brooke. And I'm Kaylee. Okay, we are just doing the video for the first time today, so... Excuse me if I forget to look at you on YouTube too, but hello everyone who's joining us on YouTube. So today we wanted to share some crazy event stories. I don't know that I'm ready for this. (laughs) (laughs) They are truly crazy. So Kaylee and I discussed before the episode and we decided that we wanted to keep all of this anonymous um, just to protect anyone who shared any stories, but also, I mean, some of these are not local, some of them are, and... I think it's just more fun to just not know who yeah. who entered them in. So yeah, because there's guys, there's some crazy things that have happened. Yeah, and if you work in the event industry, or really if you work with clients at all, you know that like sometimes things can just not go as planned. Yeah, and so just as a disclaimer, we are not trying to be mean in any way. We do not want to celebrate that at all. You know, one of our core values is to celebrate wins, to celebrate community. Mm-hmm. So that is not the goal of this episode. Right. The goal of this episode is truly just for a laugh. Yeah. And just to realize, to like, entertain. Yeah. Truly, things go wrong all the time. And there's lessons that you can learn from all good and bad things. But mm-hmm. for today, we are just laughing at our misfortunes sometimes. Yes. And people that submitted yes. these stories. So if you submitted, thank you. Yes. We're grateful that you sent your crazy stories. Yes, and let us know if you guys like these story episodes. I always think it's fun to sit in my car and listen to people tell stories of just things that have happened to them. So, yeah, it should be fun. Are you ready? Do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? I'll kick it off because I have a personal story. So, this one, we don't really have many personal stories that we're sharing. I think this is like the only one, but this happened to me at my wedding. So, um... A, ba- a little bit of a backstory. We didn't have a wedding planner, and we were getting married in Broken Bow at a cabin, so it wasn't your typical venue. Mm. There had never been a wedding there, I don't think. And so um, we had like about a 50 person wedding. It was pretty small, and so we were like, we can take this on by ourselves. And we had a bit of a smaller budget too, so we were like just trying to pull it all together. Pull, yeah, where the important things were. And so. We get it all booked, like the cabin booked a year in advance, and basically my whole, after we got engaged that whole year was just me planning out our wedding from like how I wanted the design to look to just every little detail. And so um, the week of the wedding comes, and so a little bit about the cabin, there was not enough space on the inside to host 50 people. So this was an outdoor wedding. We did not have a backup plan for the rain. We just were praying that it wasn't going to rain that day. And so we were like, well, the week of the wedding, we're like checking. I was checking the weather like like months out. I was like, oh, it's saying it's going to be sunny. It's going to be great. Oh, and also it was November 30th. So 
I wouldn't say that's like a time that it rains a lot in Texas. You never really know. You never know. Oh, well, it's technically Oklahoma, but still, you never know. So, week comes, the forecast is rain for the days leading up and the day of our wedding. And so I'm like, cool. I'm really stressed out. And the day, a few days before, well, it's like the week before, my dad has this great idea. He's like, we can't afford to rent crazy tents, but we can afford to get some off of Amazon. So I'm like, okay, let's do that. So we ordered <laughs> like four tents from Amazon. When I tell you guys that these tents were the worst tents in the history of tents. I can imagine. Like, imagine a skinny white pole and you just click them into each other and, and they're, they're just like, floppy. Like a tailgate tent. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't have sides. Honestly, I don't know what we were thinking, but they didn't have sides on them. It was just like a top and they were long. So we were hoping if it was still raining that we would just set up these tents like in a long aisle type of thing and then just have the tables under there. Anyway, so like the night we got our cabin, so we were married Thanksgiving weekend, so we got the cabin like Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and then we got married there on Saturday, I'm pretty sure. And so we were like ready to set up the days before. And so Thursday, it's pouring rain and my dad's like, we need to set up these tents and see how they hold up because if they don't hold up, we're gonna have to figure out something else because it's like gonna rain on y'all's wedding. And we're like, okay. So me, my dad, my mom, all of Garen's groomsmen, bless them. I will have to tell y'all more about them in a second, but we all get out in the pouring rain and we start setting up these Amazon tents. They're falling over. We're like, maybe we can stake them into the ground. We don't know. And so we're like, we're just not gonna do the tents. And if it's raining, there was an awning at the cabin. We're like, we're just gonna set everything up under this awning. <laughs> I don't know how we thought that would work. We were just gonna like have the dance floor up there. I really, I truly don't know how we thought this was gonna work, but we just were like, it's not gonna rain. It's gonna stop raining, so it'll be fine. And the day of the wedding comes, it had been raining all night. It rained that entire morning, but the forecast said by like noon, I think, because we got married at three. So I think it's saying like by noon, it was okay. supposed to be sunny. Okay. And so, we really just trusted. I don't know. Now that I'm thinking back, I haven't thought back on this story in a while. I'm like, wow, we were really just trusting that the weatherman was right that day. <laughs> but we decided not to set up the tents because the tents were also ugly. And if you know me, I care a lot about aesthetics. And I was going to be really sad if we had to have these like ugly white tents out. So I start getting ready. We, I got ready with my bridesmaids and my mom and everyone at a different cabin. So I started getting ready that morning and our photographer got there and everything. And then noon rolls around and the sun opens up. Oh my gosh. And it just clears. And this is when I was saying about the groomsmen. My dad, all of Garen's groomsmen who had a little bit too much to drink the night before. So I know they were not in the mood to be. Getting up and helping set up our whole wedding, but our groomsman, Garen, my husband, and like other family that I, I don't even know, just all the men in our family got involved and they literally set up our entire wedding in those three hours by themselves. All men. There was no women there to help them with the design. I remember the night before I like set up a mock table of how I wanted our reception tables to look. And so they're like, okay, so you put the dried flowers in 
in this vase and then you we had these little like cheesecloth runners they're like you want it to like it was Ruffle really up. cute yeah <laughs> and so Garen then started calling me that that day and was like do you care where this goes and I just didn't care anymore I was just like He's done I just want to be married to you like that's all I want and which is so crazy because I was so like stressed about it the days before but the day of our wedding I was like I don't care where anything goes and so my dad called me and he was like hey are you sure that you want your ceremony to be in the spot that we've talked about and I was like I would like it to be there because it was a perfect little circle opening where there's like lots of pine trees and then you could kind of see out amongst Broken Bow like in this one little, so it was just like perfect mm -hmm. for where the ceremony would go. And he was like, well, it's literally like a bunch of water. It's fully muddy in this spot, but we're going to make it work for you. So my family, I don't know where they found it, but they hauled in, um, what's it called? Wood chips? Yeah. Yeah. From Broken Bow, praise the Lord that someone in Broken Bow had wood chips and they piled it all on the oh floor gosh. to soak up the water in the mud. They were doing that all morning. They set up the reception all morning. We They set up lights to be strung everywhere. It looked perfect. So moral of the story is that Garen and all of the men in my family like literally set up the, the wedding by themselves. Wow. I'm just so thankful for them. So, Looking back... Do you wish you would have had a backup plan for the rain? Or are you just like, it was great. I dealt with the stress and it was fine. That's a good question. I don't know because I, I would have been like probably sad if it had been any other way. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I kind of think it's fun that we like. Would you recommend? Someone? I would never recommend that. Okay. I'm thankful that I wasn't the one, like, setting it up, but I know that my dad would be like, yeah, if you ever, if we y'all ever got your vows renewed, we're not doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> so, not happening. Yeah. Definitely would not recommend not having a rain plan, but it was fun. I had a crazy weather story at my wedding. Really? Yeah. Rain? No, not rain. So it was in April, which April typically in Texas is beautiful. Like, it's beautiful right now. It's not even April yet, but it's beautiful. And leading up to the wedding, like, I wanted our wedding, our ceremony to be outside. There was a place at the venue that we could have it outside, but there was also a backup plan that was actually really beautiful. It would have been great either way. But I really wanted to get married outside because we got married um, at a place called Canyonwood Ridge, which looked out to a canyon. Pretty. And so it was just, like, the hill country in Austin. It's beautiful. And so I, like you, was looking up weather consistently for months in advance. And I kept asking my dad, I was like, dad, is it going to be okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be very good. <laughs> and it was beautiful in March. And then I don't know if you remember this. It was almost three years ago. But in Texas, it got like really cold. It wasn't like the storm that we had a few weeks ago. Right. But it was like severely cold. Like it went... It was the, there was one weekend in April, oh, no. three years ago, where it went from like 60 degrees to like, now this sounds like not cold at all because of what we just went through, <laughs> but it was like 20 degrees. Yeah. Like it dropped significantly and it was supposed to be really cold. Our rehearsal dinner we had outside, it was freezing, like so cold outside and the forecast that morning said, like, it's going to be overcast. There's not going to be any sun. It's going to be cold. And my dad kept telling me, he was like, it's going to, it's going to be great. It's going to be beautiful. You're going <laughs> to get married outside. I was like, okay, dad, whatever. Yeah. And the morning I woke up 
for our wedding, we drove out to the venue and it was overcast and it was pretty cold outside. It was like 40 degrees. And he kept telling, he kept calling me and just like, it's going to be good. It's going to, the sun's going to come out. And he kept like saying like, the sun's going to come out. Aww. I was like, okay, whatever. You're, you're right. <laughs> and literally like same as your story, literally at 11 a.m., 12 p.m., the sun came out. It was the prettiest day, like the prettiest day. It was like 75 degrees. <laughs> The sun was beautiful. Like everyone talks about when they talk about our wedding, they'll come back and like say, it was the nicest day. Like you got the perfect weather. I'm like, I know. I and that. I think it was because like the weather was so bad that people were like, oh, it was so lovely. Right? That exactly same for me too. Our what it ended up being, it was literally end of November. We thought it was gonna be pretty chilly and it ended up being like 60s, I think. Like not bad at all. So, I can relate. I was laughing just now when you were telling that story, though, because I'm like, we're about to read stories that well, are so sad. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, you probably, if you're listening, you're probably like, well, these, these are, aren't even crazy. These aren't They're crazy happy. stories. These are, like, weathered. What? It Just, just wait. Yeah. Um, we thought we'd start it off. Yeah. This of... is a nice little easy breezy. <laughs> you know, now we're about to get into the crazy Oh my crazy. gosh. Do you want to start yes. with your, okay. I, this first one, my jaw dropped, so. <laughs> I have not heard these. So. Yeah. I haven't heard Kaylee's and she hasn't heard mine, so we're like live reacting to these stories. Okay, this first one is called Secret Service Agent. I titled all of mine. <laughs> Dang it, I want to title mine. Okay, this is how it starts. Even though the mother of the bride had been uninvited, the horrid beast still showed up. She was stomping up the hallway wearing, I kid you not, a wedding dress. She didn't even make it to the reception hallway. The wedding planner, this is all in caps, jumped her like a secret service agent. I don't even know where he came from. So I'm also, as I'm reading this, I'm like, he, okay, the wedding planner is a he. And he jumps the mother of the bride. <laughs> Okay, one moment mean lady, next moment wedding planner, silent ninja strike. <laughs> he dragged her out so fast that us maids and the groomsmen didn't even have time to even gasp. And to this day, the bride and groom don't know. <laughs> Stop. How do they not know? I Well, it says that she didn't make it to the reception hallway. So I think she didn't like show Go to up. the ceremony? Yeah, it wasn't in the ceremony. I guess this, the wedding um, planner like saw her before she made it to the. Who comes in a wedding dress? <sighs> what? Crazy mother of the brides, the horrid beast. Oh, the horrid beast. Oh gosh. So that's my story number one. Well, I know. Okay, <laughs> this is my turn. Okay, so. At one of our first weddings, the cake vendor got lost on the way to the venue. So the cake arrived after the ceremony and all the guests were seated in the reception. To make matters worse, the vendor was almost in an accident and slammed on her brakes with the cake in the back seat. The cake had a huge section of crumbling between second and third tier and was completely falling off in the back. This is a florist who sent this and said, we had to add so many flowers so we could cover the debacle but it still had to be carried out in front of the guest at the reception. No. That's so sad. Wait, I have a cake one too. This is really sad. This is tragic. This one says, it's called Bendy Straws. The cake people decided the best way to hold together a three-tier wedding cake was by using bendy straws instead of small instead of metal rods as supports in the cake. Sounds like they YouTubed. 
Yeah. One of the cake tiers slid off and the bakers had already left the venue, so the wonderful catering company and venue staff did their best to put it together and use extra roses to hide the damage. Okay, so we're learning. <laughs> Flowers can cover up damage. So, is that all she said? Yeah. Did, I wonder if the bride and groom noticed that it was... Like, can you just imagine it sitting there? And then on the back side, it's just like smushed. Oh, it's so sad. There's another cake one. Should they probably didn't even notice. No. They're probably so like distracted by them. Just put it to the corner. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> Should I read the other cake one? Yeah. Okay. While setting up at an Austin venue, the cake vendor arrived. The cake had to be placed at the base of a staircase, so it needed to be carried up three steps and placed on a beautiful gold stand. The cake was five tiers. The cake was rolled in on a cart but needed to be carried up the stairs. The main baker was in a scooter and her assistant didn't appear strong enough to lift it since it was already assembled. My husband offered to move it for them. It was extremely heavy and a very nerve wracking experience. Afterwards, while we were putting supplies into our van, we noticed the baker's husband sitting in the van on his phone. So this lady is just sitting in her scooter just with this like 75 pound cake. And her husband was in the car. And her husband is in a car. I guess he was like playing games or whatever. Wow. Like what the audacity. What, what, is, what would you have done? Sorry, can't place the cake. <sighs> I can't. Okay. <laughs> I like that you tied up all of yours. I did. The next one is called the Chicago Streaker. When you have your wedding on City Park District property, you never know what's going to happen. That is especially true of Chicago's lakefront on a warm summer Saturday. One time, we had a streaker running through cocktail hour, buck naked, with five Chicago police officers trying to chase him down. The chase finally ended with the streaker being tackled to the ground by aforementioned cops and being tased multiple times before being cuffed and dragged to the back of a police car. The bride and groom luckily thought it was hilarious and joked to their guests, Welcome to Chicago. Too bad we spent all that money on cocktail entertainment. We had no idea it would be provided to us compliments at the Chicago Police Department. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when you have a wedding in, like, the public, you kind of have to just be down for that. I was reading one story that said, like, they um, a protest started happening during their oh, reception, and they had to go be like, "Hey, can y'all just like not for just like just our ceremony, <laughs> just for the ceremony?" It was quiet, but like that's what happens whenever you, I guess you choose somewhere that people can come. Wow. Do you have one you want to go next? I'm gonna save this one. Okay, you go ahead. Okay, this one's called the MIA officiant. I love this one. It ends in a good, good story. So. Don't get sad. The couple had decided to have the groom's uncle officiate the wedding, but wanted it to be a surprise for the family. So they decided to play a little prank. When it was time to begin the ceremony, they had me awkwardly walk over and pretend to whisper to the groom standing at the altar that the officiant was a no-show. And the person who wrote this in is a wedding planner. He and his best man pretended to be really upset and the groom exclaimed, (laughs) exclaimed, wait, what? Does that mean we can't get married? What are we gonna do? I simply shook my head that they would not be officially married unless we find someone to officiate the wedding. Oh my gosh, this is cute. (laughs) The guests started to murmur and someone stood up to try to console the seemingly upset groom. Suddenly someone cried out, what about your uncle? Can't he marry you? With that, his uncle looked around and stood up. Everyone started to cheer and we were able to start the ceremony. He later explained that it was all part of the plan. Oh my gosh. Isn't that cute? That's cute. I know. I love that story. That's very cute. I wonder, I think it says... 
Oh, the couple had decided that they wanted the groom's uncle to officiate the wedding. So they knew. When I first read it, I was like, that's so sad. The bride thought that they weren't going to be able to get married, but it was all part of the couple's plan. That's really sweet. I like that one. Okay, I'll read this one. (laughs) I can't with this one. I can't handle it. Okay. A few years ago, I attended a wedding of one of my husband's high school friends. The ceremony started out normal, but a few few minutes in, the officiant turns it over to the bride's dad, who then proceeds to serenade the couple with an original song. The during song, the ceremony? During the ceremony. Okay. The song lasted a total of 10 minutes and included a four-minute piano solo. The father of the bride then begins to tell the groom how to love his daughter. He shared that on his wedding night, he had to perform a gig on the same night, so he couldn't properly consecrate the marriage with the bride's mom. Oh, no! <laughs> I was cringing the entire time and couldn't wait for the ceremony to end. At the reception, the bride and groom were MIA for what felt like three hours while the guests had to entertain themselves with a selection of cheese and vegetables, indoor cornhole, and a wide array of soda. While awaiting the couple's arrival, my husband and I sat at a table with his parents and all of their friends. We engaged in conversations about 401k investments and childhood (laughs) vacations and sports games. One of my husband's friends got tired of waiting, so he decided to leave. Before leaving, he walked over to his mom to say goodbye and kissed her on the lips as a goodbye. And that's when I knew I never wanted to attend another wedding of one of my husband's high school oh friends. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's the kissing wait, on the lips. Wait, the is it the groom? Wait, sorry, sorry. sorry no, no, no. The one who kissed his mom? Yes. No, it was just a friend just attending the wedding. He, was, he got tired of waiting for the couple to come. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm like, okay... I understand kissing on the lips for, like, family. But it still is a little cringy, but I know that that's, like, the older generation thing. But a, f- a friend? A friend of the mom? No, 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 no. This was his son. Okay, this was the mom. I'm okay, I'm just so the this. mom, the friend of the husband, the friend of the husband, so a okay. young, like, 20-something okay. year old, goes up to his mom the friend's mom, like his biological mother, oh. and kisses her on the lips. Okay, it was his own mom. Yes, but he's like 20-something. Yeah. No, it's still... It's it's still I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe when your kids are young. Sure. Whatever. I just can't. I just can't. The best part for me is him talking about he couldn't consecrate his marriage and his daughter's wedding ceremony. I feel like that's a story that they would tell at the reception after like a few drinks and it's really awkward then, but it's like... No, it was... It was he, he was proud of it. Basically telling like his new son-in-law, hey, go consecrate the marriage with my daughter tonight. Like finger guns. That's, you know? well, that's cringe. That is very cringe. Ooh, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> okay, couch surfer. I can't with this one. This really goes hand in hand with oh, good. with um, what you should do on your wedding night. After the nice ceremony, we all went out for dinner and had a swell time. But before my wife and I could head home to enjoy our honeymoon, one mutual friend whom we knew through my wife said she wasn't too keen on going home. It was too dark and she felt uncomfortable using public transport. I didn't feel I had the authority to stand up and say, no, no, this is our honeymoon and you'll be fine. She told her, of course, you can spend the night. We lived in a studio apartment at that time. <laughs> that, I, I think the wife's a two. Oh, 
That would be me. <laughs> I don't know, actually. On your wedding night, I would hope I wouldn't have a friend that would be like, can I sleep over? Excuse me. <laughs> we actually, funny enough, on our wedding night, we had one of one of uh, the guests like text Will like literally two hours after we had left and was like, hey, I just want to let you know. It was like a college friend. He was like, hey, I just want to let you know that like, I, it was really an honor to be at your wedding. It was like the most sweet, sentimental, yeah. like kind thing. And Will looked at it. It's like, dude, not tonight. It's my wedding <laughs> night. Like, go, go away. <laughs> so we joke about it all the time. That's like, you. But he was so, so sweet. I was like, okay. at least it wasn't like a FaceTime. Oh no. <laughs> Can you like my grandmother? I'm like, we just wanted to call and let you know that you're such a beautiful you thing. Look so beautiful tonight. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, do you have another one? I don't. Okay. You've this got all one, the good ones. I only have a few more, but this one, this one is about a shocking venue experience. So, recently, a family member of mine got married and we had a wild experience with the venue that they booked. We arrived on Thursday with plenty of prep time for the wedding on Saturday, but we didn't expect the mess that we stepped into. The venue was covered in bugs from spiders to moths to other various insects. It wasn't swept or set in any way for the event, so we had to deep clean and move all the tables and chairs ourselves when it was promised that it would be set to our floor plan. It was like everything in our contract was wrong or missing. The venue owner was in Florida, so there was no staff on the property anywhere to help or ask questions. Somewhere in our adventures, I had to run around the venue to look for more chairs because they had much because they had much less than we agreed upon. I literally found them in a chicken coop. <laughs> While I was on my chair hunt, a few other family members and friends were moving the furniture left in the reception space from a previous event, and a literal dead mouse fell out of a couch. It was disgusting. At a wedding venue? Yes. Wow, my voice. <laughs> That's how shocked I am right now. <laughs> Okay, throughout the rest of the weekend, there were many things that went wrong. We were promised 10 benches for the ceremony, only given five, but in the middle of the ceremony, two of them broke in half because the wood was rotted. Excuse me? <laughs> no. Like, okay, you know, it's bad enough that there was supposed to be 10, there's only five, but the wood was rotted? Yeah, that's... And they broke in half? I need more, more context. Did, did people, like, fall into the floor? What 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 happened here? Okay, anyways. And their dresses, like, can you imagine their clothes? No. Oh, gosh. Okay, everything turned out beautiful because we put in work to transform this venue. We had the sweetest time celebrating our favorite couple, but I'll never forget that venue experience. And now to know to triple check my contracts and demand refunds when things don't line up the day of. I'll be honest. Yeah. I never read contracts. Really? I just... Like, Wait, like whenever you're doing something with another vendor? Or just... Like, personally. Oh, okay. Like, oh, I have to. It's my job. Yeah. Or I'll send them to Cam. And be like, yeah. Cam, can you can you just make sure this is good? Yeah. I do read them for work, okay? Disclaimer, <laughs> I do. But, like, personally... Yeah. They're just so long. They are. But this is making me, like... Second guess. Second guess the fact that I need no, to I know. read my contracts. Should we talk about any, like, what to do when things go wrong at events or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything? Well, first of all, plan. But I know that being said, like this person planned. Like yeah. read the contract, 
there you can't plan for that that's just insane i like the fact that she said that we had to do didn't she capitalize the word work yeah we put in work to transfer on the screen yeah yeah well i would just say like this has happened a lot there's a lot of stories i was trying to think of a lot of stories (laughs) there's too many honestly yeah and last week if you listen to last week's episode oh right listen to that one if you want to hear like a 30 minute crazy story that's like literally i think of all of the crazy events i've been a part of that i sometimes get ptsd when i hear camp talk about it because it was it was just too much it was should we like shortly recap it or no just no go back just go listen okay because i don't even want to talk about it it's episode 50 our last one yeah cam gives a good Great description (laughs) of the craziness of that event. Yeah. What we have learned from that and many other really bad experiences is you have to rely on other people to get the job done. Mm -hmm. If you like roll up to a situation that is just a mess, like for instance, the cake, like the cake crumbling and like that vendor was by herself. But fortunately, the florist was still there. Right. Fortunately, like, the photographer, I think, helped put things together. Even if you don't have a planner, like, rely on the other vendors. Re- rely on the other people around you to try to come up with a solution. Because yeah, that's how our best solutions come together is when we rely on other people. But, I mean, you never know. So the cake person needed flowers to cover up the mess. Or these people, in their instance... I don't even know who you could ask for that. I guess an exterminator for the, yeah. <laughs> for the bugs and the like, mice. Like, get an exterminator out in, like, an hour or something, like, the day of. God, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's hard. The thing about events is there's so many unknowns. Like, yeah. you can plan and plan, like you're saying, but more than likely, at least, like, one thing is going to happen that you weren't expecting. Yeah. And so, it's just, like, being able to be quick to figure out What's the solution. Word? What's the word? Pivot. Pivot. Yes. You gotta pivot. Yes. You, you gotta do. pivot like it's 2020. Yeah. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a great quote. Right? I mean, you gotta pivot like it's, Yeah. You seriously, like, the, I mean, we could talk all day about do this, do that, do this, but it all comes up to the situation. So using and relying on all of your past event experience, all mm. of the other professionals who are there, and just trying to come up with the best solution. Yeah. And just trying to, maybe you're not going to get the exact vision that you had in your head. But there are other solutions that you can come to with. Like, maybe I would say the most practical thing you can do is to bring extra. Mm. Like, to bring extra supplies. Like, maybe you could bring extra fabric that could drape over something. Yeah. Or extra tablecloths or... We always, we have for our, all of our rentals, we have um, toolkits that go into every single trailer or box truck or truck that we're taking that has like a specific list of supplies, which I think we actually can share. I think we have that supply list that we can share. Yeah. We'll link it. That'd be cool. We'll link it somewhere. That'd be really helpful just in case anything more to like break or whatever. Yeah. We have a full list of all of our tools and even like cleaning supplies. What's your favorite cleaning thing that you say all the time? Folex. Wow. Folex should sponsor us. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. You need to buy Folex. You can clean. I used to work with wedding dresses and we would clean some of our wedding dresses with Folex and it's just a lifesaver. 
It's great. Is it pretty easy to use? Oh, that'd be great for brides to have, like a little bottle because they have Ooh. a stain. Yeah, that's a good idea. You can't, you shouldn't use it on like silk. Like there's some fabrics that you should do like a little tester on mm. if you have like a fabric swatch or something to you to try it on first. So please don't. <laughs> don't hold <laughs> me accountable if yeah. something were to happen. Like definitely do a test spot first. But what were you about to ask? Is it easy to use? Like, is it? Pretty, yeah, yeah like it's just, site? it's literally carpet cleaner, but do you, you have to have like a vacuum or? No, you just spray it and we would just use Q-tips at the, or oh. we'd spray it on a Q-tip and then like rub it on the dress and it would come right off literally, but we use it on our white it. sofa at home too. And it works wonders. You use a Q-tip for your white sofa or do you, oh, no. use, do you just like spray it? Yeah, we spray it and then we use a little rag. Folix. Yep. Get you some Folix. Yep. This would be a great part to put an ad in we're not gonna make you go through that because <laughs> we, we wish we wish yeah but i would say like bring extra supplies be prepared that something is gonna go wrong yeah like just anticipate that yeah. if you expect the worst the best will happen or not the worst will happen and if the worst happens you're prepared and so it's not the worst but we also like for all of our our vendors and clients that we work with, we now require or at least start the conversation about plan B as mm. far as rain and weather. Uh, because if you listen to last week, like I said earlier, you'll understand. But yeah, just starting to like anticipate. We do this every year for our team as we sit in and we think through anticipating problems that are going to arise in the next year for business. But if you have a big project that you're working on, a big event that you, like, let's say you're not a planner and you haven't done this consistently, I would just sit down and start thinking through, like, what's the worst that could happen? Didn't you say you read a story about someone who planned this, like, crazy event and then they forgot to invite people? Yeah. I think, shoot, it was, like, a corporate event. I just found this one. Like, I was searching the internet to see if there was any other, like, crazy stories out there. And this lady was saying that she planned this, like, 200-person event and then... I guess there wasn't some, I don't understand how this happened, but no one got invited or not enough people got invited and only 18 people showed up and she's like, there were speakers there and oh. it was just like empty chairs. It's like so cringy. Yeah. That's so just like, maybe think through, maybe listen back up to this episode and yeah. think, okay, cake issue. Mm-hmm. Don't use bendy straws. Mm-hmm. Check. Right. You know? Right. Don't, if you're getting married, don't let your friend spend the night at your house. Check. Like, get hotel blocks or exactly. Ubers or carpooling. I don't know. Well, um, too, like, I know that Cam said in that last episode, this isn't necessarily for weddings, but for big, huge events, if you're a rental company and someone reaches out to you and they're like, we want to do this with you, make sure that they have a planner because yeah. they should not be planning a million dollar event that there's no well, no one planning that's the a, structure. I think that's a big issue in the industry is that people try to find ways to cut costs. Mm -hmm. They try to find ways to like if you're trying if you're planning your wedding and you are like I I want to keep a low budget but I want this really big extravagant right. wedding you need a planner. Like yeah. you even if you Pinterest all day long like you're gonna you don't think you do but really you, you do. really do you really yeah, do like I, I wish I would have had did you not have one I had a coordinator okay which was helpful yeah but I think at the end of the day like it would have been nice to have someone to just 
just to, like I didn't even have to think about it. Like yeah. my parent, my mom, who was a florist, had to do a lot of that. Right. And I have a sister who is a photographer, and I've second shot weddings with her. Like so, I've shot so many weddings with her. And if a couple does not have a planner or a coordinator, the photographer automatically defaults as the coordinator mm. of the day. Yeah. Because they're dealing with you know like you got to get pictures here and you got to pictures there. Right. And that is a disservice to your photographer because now they're trying to rein in all of your people mm. and sorry Valerie <laughs> or or like if sorry to my sister in law <laughs> but she didn't have a coordinator and I had to become that because yeah the it had to flow right and unfortunately I work in the event industry and sometimes I just get place as that person and that's yeah. not fun like yeah you don't get to enjoy like your the people that you want to enjoy the wedding or right. the event don't get to enjoy the event because you've saved cost right which really just is a headache mm. and your event doesn't flow as seamlessly i.e last week's event i'm just gonna keep because <laughs> just go listen to it that's the craziest event we've ever done i know gosh now I kind of want to call my dad and ask him if you could have chosen to spend more money or do everything you did that day, what would you have chosen? He's a real stickler for money. So I think he would have been like, I would choose to just have taken control like you did. But I'm curious to know, like, do you think your mom wishes that she hadn't like been your floor so she didn't have to be doing the planning part? I don't think, I think she would have preferred to do the flowers, but right. I think <laughs> my mom... Literally went to, like, a local copy shop and blew up our uh, table diagram oh. and had it on, like, a cork board and had it sitting out at the reception at the very beginning of the wow. setup and was like, okay, you guys go here and this is where this goes. And there was, was she, like, a natural planner like that, you think? I think so, but I also think, I mean, she probably, she probably wouldn't have just sat and done nothing anyway. She right. probably would have been out there. Yeah. But my sister shot our wedding and she did half of it. And then we had um, another photographer do like the ceremony so that my sister could be in the ceremony and right. did all the before stuff. And I think I, looking back, like I love the fact that my sister shot our wedding and I love the fact that like that was so special and those pictures are from her. Yeah. But I do I do really wish that I would have just had a photographer because I remember looking in certain I like can see back to her wedding and I remember seeing my sister like holding a camera and like taking pictures mm. whereas she could have been really in the moment. Right. And I think that and it kind of makes me sad to think about. Yeah. But pros and cons. Pros and but cons. But now you have photos from her which is really special yeah. to you. Yeah. That is true. I can see that. But I have been a part of so many events where there's not a planner. And shout out to all the planners because you guys make the magic happen. Seriously. I mean, truly. They make, they're so underrated mm. because they do so much. Undervalued. Yes. Yes, for sure. If you're on the fence about should I get a planner for my event or my wedding, just go ahead and do it. Yeah, the stories that I loved from here, I think only one said the bride and groom never figured out, but... Oh, no, the the one where the the tackling where the, the, the planner tackled. Obviously, that's an extreme circumstance, but I feel like planners, they have all these stories of crazy disasters that happen on wedding days and events, but usually the bride and groom don't even know about it because no. they're just in control of it all. Yep. 
And I'm just like, wow, that is actually so special because who wants to be worried about that on their wedding day? No, you want to be in the Can moment. Can you imagine that bride probably would have been like mortified and just her whole day would have been ruined if oh, she had sure. ever found out or seen that. So, wow. This is a plug for all the planners yeah, out there. All the planners. You guys love are you. the real ones. <laughs> we love you. You're the best. You make this industry so much better. Yeah, seriously. So as a small business owner, email marketing is something that is highly important, and I've talked about it plenty of times. Flowdesk has made my life and business so much better through their amazing templates, analytics, and ability to map out workflows from different audiences. I love using their platform for each side of my business, and I know you will too. Check out Flowdesk by going to rendereducate.co backslash Flowdesk. Well, I have... Just one more story. It's a personal story, but tell the story, Kaylee, because you know it a little better than me. Okay, so I wasn't a part of this, unfortunately. I would have that would have been. I'm so sad I wasn't a part. I wasn't working here yet, but I probably would have. I need to calm down. I would have been a little. We've had some pretty excited. We've had some pretty crazy run-ins with some celebs, with some top peeps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, we were working on this huge corporate event. We had like. Installate floral installations at multiple places throughout Dallas, and this was like the last installation. I guess I could say what who it was for. It was we were doing a LinkedIn conference, and this was the very last installation for their series of events that we were doing with them. And so, Cam and a few of our other freelance florists were out in downtown Dallas. If you're in Dallas, it's the the park that has the big eyeball across from the Jewel. And they were setting up this like Alice in Wonderland themed, just extravagant dinner to celebrate like the finale of the conference or whatever. And so, I mean, there, this was probably the biggest installation that our team has ever done. There was so many different, um, equipment that we had to bring in. There was so many different types of there was like two types of flowers, but they were on like the scale was just massive. So they were bringing in all of these, they are bringing all of this equipment. And if you are familiar with downtown, you can't really park in certain places. And so they're having to carry all of this like floral supplies in, all of these massive flowers because they were doing these two massive arches. And they were filling it with roses and baby's breath and they had to have foam because it was in the middle of the heat. And so all of this product had to stay alive. And so, anyways, fast forward, they've been there for probably, like, five hours at this point. Sweaty, gross, Mm -hmm. and they are just about to be done putting the final pieces on this big install. And we can share a picture of the install um, on the story when this goes live. But um, it it was, like, an insane install. Well, Cam... Cam is like walking back to the car to put something away while the other girls are like finishing up the install and this guy like pops out of this car like literally just jumps out of the car and is in like this super sleek like in a leather jacket has these really nice (laughs) shoes on like very clean very hip and he's like hey are you the person that was doing the floral out there and she like was startled and like stepped back and was like uh yeah yeah, that w- I was doing that. And he goes, oh my gosh, okay, I need you. I need you. I need you to come with me. <laughs> and she's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, sorry, that sounds weird. I am the manager of the Jonas Brothers. 
And the Jonas Brothers are here. They're actually upstairs, like, pointing to the hotel. And they're like, they're actually doing a launch for their tequila brand at the pool, at the Jewel. And they're doing this launch. It's about to, they're, like, people are about to come. And they saw your flowers. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we need flowers. Like, why didn't we think of flowers? Duh. (laughs) And so the guy's like, do you have any flowers? Like, I'll buy any of the flowers you have. And she's like, well, I mean, we only brought stuff Stuff for for the, for Mm -hmm. the install and we used it all on the install and she's like, okay, hold on. Just let me go see if we have anything. And so she runs back to where everyone is, all the flowers were and like literally pulls out. They look like weeds, like just not, they just like the cutoff, like not (laughs) the pretty, they were not plumes at any sense. It was just greenery and not our best yeah like not if only i had photos from that i know i wish we had photos from this but she was like let me go see what i can pull so she pulls all this together and runs back and he's like this will do this is great like perfect it's fine they're boys like it's great (laughs) and so she goes up to the like pool house with him the Jonas Brothers are standing there. She's like, over no big there. deal. She's like, okay, hold on, let me let me take these vases. And they they we have a contact at the Jewel, and we were like, we she called her and was like, I need some sort of vase. Do you have any vases? I don't have a vase. They don't have vases. Like, what can you get me? And so, Alex like ran to their back of house and grabbed these like random square vases that were left over from another vendor and he handed them to cam and cam took him into the bathroom at the pool house and like literally was filling them up and arranging them in the bathroom <laughs> and brings them out it's so funny because you would think for a jonas brothers install you would be like this is gonna be great best work yet <laughs> yeah like you doing would, it in the bathroom yeah you you that's like what you wish would happen but right. no they forgot and we were there so we ended up doing the jonas brothers it's, flowers maybe if you'd call it that something or another decorative piece for yeah. the Jonas Brothers and so that's another tip let me just say you never know what will happen or who you'll run into or who you'll run into so make sure you look good yes make sure you look good and bring a few extra blooms just in case bring a few <laughs> extra blooms maybe a hairbrush yeah maybe a change like deodorant yeah that's what one of our florists was telling us about it the other day and she was saying that like it was so muddy that she's like wiping her face and she had like mud and sweat <laughs> smeared. Can you imagine just like running into Joe Jonas like, oh, oh hi. hi, oh hi, excuse me, yeah. I mean, and that was probably his... before he was like married to oh, yeah, was, Sophie or yeah. whatever. So she's like, oh, he's single. None of them were married. <laughs> I, well, Kevin. Kevin was he's married. been married. Kevin was married, but <laughs> but Joe and Nick were not married. Wow, I would have really loved to see that. They were mine. Teen Crush. It was my first concert. I saw them in concert too. Did you? Yes. Did you see them at the Cowboy Stadium? I don't remember. Mm. I'll have to ask. Maybe we were at the same concert. Maybe we were at the same concert. <laughs> Probably. I have a picture. All of my friends and I like made shirts that said like Jonas Brothers. Yeah. And zebra print lettering. You probably would love it because oh it's God. animal print. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Well. I don't have any more stories. I don't either. I'm sure we could sit here all day and I could probably pull out a few more, but life happens. <laughs> yes. Life happens at an event. So. There were some that are just the so first sad, one. too, that we were like, we, we don't want to read ones about yeah. grooms running away and things like that because that's not a this good This is situation. for entertainment. This is for entertainment, not to make you, like, super sad. And also not to scare you. Like, if you're planning a wedding and you're listening to this... 
please know that it's going to be great. These are like stories of this is like this does not one in happen. a million yeah. chances that your venue has rats falling out of the couches. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> but and it was not one of our couches. Let me just. Be oh clear. yes, this was not render rentals. <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell you, our our furniture is clean. Yes, and it is. John does a very good job. He does. Cleaning. Okay, before we leave, we wanted to um, just thank you guys for leaving us reviews. It is so helpful for us on our podcast, and we read all of them, and we really appreciate them. So at the end of each episode, we're going to start reading each one of your reviews. And hey, if you leave your Instagram handle or something, we could yeah. definitely shout you out and get you some new followers. So yeah, absolutely. Haley has a review she wants to read for y'all. Okay, so this is from Haley Goodwin. It's titled, Such Great Perspective. Cam and her team share insights that will help you grow both your business and in your personal life. I knew of Render from working at events, but found that the energy, positivity, and growth mindset from the podcast helped me grow through slow seasons. I highly recommend starting from beginning and hearing about Burr slash Render's community, company values. Every piece of what Cam shares is so important to fueling your business and community. Thanks, Haley. So nice. So nice. If you love our podcast, please leave us a review. We appreciate it so much. Maybe we'll read yours next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. See you next week.